Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Namaste, friends. Well, what an episode we've got for you this week. Episode 19 is live from the 100 Club in London's fancy West End, number 100 Oxford Street, where only yesterday, yesterday, last night, we recorded this as live podcast. Thank you to those of you who came along. I think you'll agree we had a fantastic night. Um, before we get on to that, uh, there's a little bit of little bit of um, housekeeping I need to do. First of all, I want to tell you about this little fella, Milo McGreevy. He's only four years old. His dad, Kevin McGreevy, and mum, Emily Webb, sent this in. Now, I assume his name is Milo McGreevy. I don't know. Let's just call him Milo anyway. He's a lovely little fella. And when he was asked, you know, who are his favourite superheroes, it's not Spider-Man. It's not Superman or Thor or whatever it is. It's none other than paranormal supremo, Mr. Clinton Baptiste. So lovely Milo. <laughs> Four years old. Recorded some of this. Have a listen. This is so lovely. Rishi Sue Nakanaka to you too, Milo. What a lovely boy. Namaste. Rishi Sue Nakanaka. So, we set up at the 100 Club. We had some fantastic comedy on there. And don't forget, there's plenty more coming up. If you look up uh, wegottickets.com, Clinton Baptist Sunday Seance. You can come to any number of these shows on Sundays from September to December. We're going to announce another one in January as well. And anyway, we'd love you to come. And to kick off with, we had the extraordinary Glow, who sings our play-out number, you know, at the end of the show. Uh, she kicked off with her single running so you're going to hear that and then you're going to hear something sent in by Aunt Dean it's another one of our fantastic buskers in the series it's someone who is down in Bogner and that goes straight to the top of our terrible our wonderful busking series well please enjoy the show and if you do come to the show try to do a bit better with your haunted stories thank you Cinema, check attack, ready to naka naka. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is running. Tell me, is it gonna happen? 
go dancing Let yourself be free I'm staring at the same reflection I wanna change what I see My expectations never lasting Gone in one, two, three I don't need to be holding on for life Just to let go tonight Hold me till sunrise Follow me, I'll make the rules here Tell me who they think they are fooling Nobody can tell us different, we're living this way You and I will be running the running away We don't need to have no answers I love the rush, I'm taking chances Nobody can tell us different, we're living this way You and I will be running the running away I'm tired of always asking questions About uncertainties Why am I always setting boundaries? I need to let it be I'm never living in the moment I'm scared of failing Can you help me see through your eyes? Jumping one, two, three I don't need to be holding on for life Just to let go Running the running away We don't need to have no answers Love the rush, we're taking chances Nobody can tell us different We're living this way You and I will be running the running away We'll be running away now uh, we're going who is here who listens to the podcast oh great quite a few so it's not a complete surprise we're going to record two as live episodes of the smash hit podcast Clinton Baptist paranormal podcast right so if you hate it tough shit right because we said that's what we're going to do and that's what we're going to do so Let's crack on, and I just want to kick off, uh, we're recording this, I'm just going to get this together. <laughs> Plus play and, re play and record, and I'm just going to kick off, those regular listeners of the podcast will know, I have been asking people to send in their particularly good buskers, attempts from buskers. And our theme tune this week is from Aunt Dean, who heard this corker in Bogner. It goes away for a second, but it comes back for more. Thank you. 
Jesus Christ, that's enough, come on. Picking up a lot of spirits here tonight in the spooky old 100 Club. I've got to tell you, it's barely changed this place. I saw the skids here in 1977. They're still there in the toilet and not been cleaned. To... <laughs> There's photos on the wall of Johnny Rotten throwing beer into the crowd. Well, you fucking tasted it. I mean, Jesus Christ. I saw them all here, Martha and the, the Vandellas, uh, Joey and the Girl Girls, Shitsack Biscuit and the Fuckers, I've s <laughs> Joey Young and the Cavaleros, Titty Lucy, Stumpy Len, the blind sword juggling midget. Um, I remember coming here some years ago in the old days and there was just like a Chinese lady going across the floor. Don't know why, but it was just one of those. Ladies and gentlemen, what I did was, knowing that we're going to be dealing with the ghost tonight, I got in touch with the management. There's a fellow called Ray Kaluri, who normally does the job that Tony does there when, when I've worked here before. And I said, have you got any ghost stories from the 100 Club? And he said to me, well, I often hear footsteps when there's nobody else in the club, but that might be people in curries upstairs. <laughs> And there is often a terrible wailing sound, but that's when they have the fucking jazz nights on, so. <laughs> However, Jeff Horton, whose family have owned this place since about, you know, probably 80 years or something, someone can confirm this, 70 or 80 years, he sent me this only this morning. When we started our first commercial partnership with Converse back in 2011, this gets more interesting, they were very... <laughs> about it and would bring any number of people, usually clients, down to the club to show them around. One day there was a knock on the door and Converse's head of marketing, a woman called Cheryl Caligari, not that you give a shit, was at the club <laughs> just setting the scene with the head of a PR company they are using to get the message out regarding this unique partnership which it certainly was at the time. Alright, let's have the fucking answer. <laughs> get on with the spooky, Jeff, for Christ's sake. I was introduced to the PR... I was introduced to the PR company head by Cheryl and we exchanged niceties, as you do, and a few stories, and she asked if she could have a look round. I did the normal tour of the club, told a few stories behind the photos on the walls, and then she asked if she could look at the green room, or band room, as we call it. That's when it's all going in there. Everyone tooting it up on the uh, mirrors there. <laughs> We were at the far end of the club and the band room is at the other end. So I pointed to where it was and said, sure, go ahead, it's down there on the right. As she walked down to look inside the room, I turned to Cheryl and started chatting about what was happening at the club, new bookings that had come in. Jesus Christ, what a bore. <laughs> what merchandise we'd sold, etc. When we were interrupted by a muffled scream or cry, <laughs> Did you hear that? Or was it just me? Fucking <laughs> hell. Please tell me that was somebody. <laughs> it had come from the dressing room. Cheryl and I looked at each other and started to walk quickly towards the dressing room. The PR lady suddenly appeared at the entrance to it as white as a sheet. We sat her down and asked if she was okay, thinking she might have had some turn or suddenly felt faint. She looked at us both and said, I'm sorry, you must think I'm mad, but there's something in there. <laughs> I walked into the band room thinking she was talking literally and that someone had wandered into the club. It happened quite a bit when she called me back to her. Jeff, she said, I mean spirits. There are literally hundreds of spirits of people in there. This place has been open a long time, hasn't it? I've only just realised... And I'm really tuned in to that sort of thing. I never saw her again. So that's to prove to you that there are spirits tonight. Punks, Teds, disco-type people. 
London twats like you lot. But in the spirit of rock and roll, it just remains for me to say, ladies and gentlemen, never mind the bollocks, it's Linda Pollard! Come on! Oh! Oh, yes! Hello, everyone. Hello, Linda Pollard. Oh, that's nice. Ladies, hey, this is nice, isn't how it? have you been, my love? Dead nervous in the back there, especially because it's so tiny. You said there was presences in there. Did you hear that scream, or was it you doing it for a laugh? It wasn't me, but I did hear it. I can't deny. Who did it? <laughs> Who did it? It's the spirit. It's a ghost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have you been up to, Linda Pollock, please? I have had a go in a hot tub. Oh. Something I swore I would never do because, you know, bum soup and that. It but is actually, like it was soup. very pleasant. <laughs> I've joined a, a, a health club and there's a load of bum soup that comes up on the top. You know, great big frothy stuff. And there's always a plaster. Yeah, a plaster, that sort of thing. It's bloody disgusting. I tell you what I have started, and we don't have a hot tub where I live at Erskine Court, no. but occasionally what I do, uh, on, on my tour recently, we bought a pump. We pumped, and anyone who came to see the last tour with Ramon, uh, we had a, um, you know, like a big earth, a, a, a globe thing, and I had to buy a big pump to, to blow it up. And talking of which, funny enough, I had a phone call the other day. You know, they phone up these insurance people and they said, you know, oh, we have reason to believe you're recently in a car crash. I said, what, you saw my last show with Ramon, did you? <laughs> if you're listening, Ramon, that was a joke. It don't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I blew up at an inflatable paddling pool, which I had at, at, um, at Erskine Court. Yeah. A few cans. Um, Irene Harding playing her organ up there. Um, Barry walking around in his speedos, you know, like a, an older Wayne Lineker. It was a bit like <laughs> that. Well, what was it like in the in the hot tub? Warm. Yeah, you don't want that. Bubbly. The, you don't want that in this weather. Warm. It was actually very pleasant. We waited till the sun went down. It was proper romantic. Me and Emilio bobbing about. Oh, isn't the hot tub synonymous with swinging? <laughs> Well, not on that particular occasion, but yes, I have heard tell. Is anyone into swinging here, by any chance? No? Who... Who lives near the nearest here? Who lives in, in central London? Are you trying to arrange something? No, I'm just wondering, because spirit's coming through very, very strongly. And I'm just telling you something. This man here, what was your name again? What was your name again? Shay, wasn't it? And this is Leanne, and I know you're from Glasgow, is that right? And Shay, I know you've been in Glasgow, and Spirit is telling me <laughs> you've been stealing her underwear off her line, haven't you? <laughs> Look at his face! He nearly shit your pants there, <laughs> Leanne. That's the last time out for that one. Anyway, it don't matter. They... <laughs> what do you think of Wayne Lineker? I don't think. Not much, but I don't think he'd think much of me, would I? I'm too old for him. By about 40 years, yeah. yeah. But we'll delete that later. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, any ladies like Wayne Lineker? Does he do it for anyone? Yes. No? What about Gary Lineker? Do you like him? Yes, a few people do. Yeah, OK. Let's get on with it. First ghost story. <laughs> we move on to our first ghost story from Take a Break, Fate and Fortune. Oh, lovely. And it's called Stench of Death. Strap in, kids. Here we go. What was the real cause of the awful eggy odour in our flat? <laughs> Anyone who doesn't listen to the podcast, this is the kind of in-depth stuff we go for. By Matthew Rose, 29. The plumber shrugged, chucking his spanner into his toolkit. They're, they're prone to that, aren't they? Sorry, mate, I can't find the cause, but that's a 50-quid call-out fee. Wincing, I peeled the notes from my wallet, money down the drain. <laughs> he's trying to be, it's he, a pawn he, of sorts. He, he's trying to be relatable, isn't he? Yeah. 
Summer 2018 had been a hot one, but even with the windows open, strange eggy odours, here we go, had plagued our riverside flat in Woolwich. Ever since I'd moved in six years ago, there'd been smells, but they were getting worse. I'd called out numerous plumbers, but none of them have been able to get to the bottom of the stink. And Arena, my girlfriend, had sworn she'd seen a man in old-fashioned clothes sitting on the steps leading to the river and kept seeing a weird shadowy figure in the living room. What a way to cover a fart. <laughs> I've heard some fucking excuses in my time. She's blown off, simple as that. No, I saw it, no, it was a mysterious man done it. <laughs> There had to be an explanation. Yes. Oh, there was an explanation, all right. <laughs> Gazing out the window the following day, I decided to search the internet to try... <laughs> Come on. To try and figure out how to banish the stench of sulphur from our home. Just then, a BBC News story popped up. Prince Alice disaster read the headline, The Thames, 650 dead. Oh, this is that taking is a so turn. That is so fart, isn't yes. it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Clicking on the link, my skin tingled. Exactly, 140 years ago, 700 people have been packed aboard the Princess Alice, a pleasure steamer. <laughs> a steamer. Certainly a steamer, yeah. <laughs> Returning from Sheerness. It's not very sophisticated, this podcast, is it? <laughs> a pleasure steamer, and they are all a pleasure, let's be fair. <laughs> Returning from Sheerness and Gravesend. Up on deck, families and children were catching the last few rays of summer sun. But little did they know that a huge coal ship, the Bywell Castle, was steaming menacingly towards them. There's a lot of steaming going yeah. on. It sliced the Princess Alice in two, and 650 men, women and children perished. As I read on, a heart-stopping detail caught my eye. The water bubbled with raw detritus, giving out... A stern, strong smell, enough to leave even the boatman gagging. And they've got a really good... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the stench. <laughs> Makeshift mortaries, including Woolwich Dock, Yard stored the waterlogged corpses. This is cheery. It's hundreds, horrible. hundreds had lined the exact location. Whereas the smell coming from the spirits who still lingered along the river couldn't explain the strange activity. What can we do? I asked Irina, telling her what I discovered. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> the spirits want to be remembered. She replied. We discovered there was a memorial to those who drowned in the old Woolwich Cemetery and a few days later we visited, placing wildflowers at the foot of the memorial. Ever since, things have settled down and the stench has disappeared. Perhaps out of our act of remembrance, we help those spirits find peace at last. Well, let that be a lesson. <laughs> As you know, whoever denied it supplied it. <laughs> And deny it enough to, you know, set up a fucking memorial to <laughs> some fictional dead people is, it's, it's really going to, never mind, you know, doing the research, go and see a fucking doctor about your guts. <laughs> Linda has very kindly bought me this absolutely sacred thing. It's a pendulum. And did you say it was from South America, from the banks of the, the river there? No, it's from Amazon. Seven quid. Oh, I thought you meant it was from the Amazon. Not me. Amazon Prime. So you basically twiddle this thing and it, and it wiggles and tells you, this is spirit, this is serious spirit coming through to tell you what you should and should not do. And we turn now to Paula O'Brien, who uses a pendulum in the fantastic Take a Break, Fate of Fortune. But hers is more of a 90s statement necklace, isn't it? That? It is. She or... uses a necklace to make decisions. And that is spirit coming through. This one's very, very negative about this sort of thing. But I believe this. People write in with their various problems. Is now the time for internet dating? I've been single for five years. I was thinking about doing internet dating. Friends are really encouraging me. And yet, I feel a bit nervous. 
spirit, spirit can come through in all sorts of ways. Don't be so cut off! <laughs> Fucking hell, I think one of them barges has crashed again. <laughs> It's not very sophisticated. That's the problem with this podcast. <laughs> do you think I should bite the bullet and do it? Sheila, 41, Portsmouth. Pendulum says yes. Let's have a look. Yes, yes, yes. The pendulum says yes. It's absolutely time for you to take the plunge and have fun. You haven't had any fun for such a long time. Yeah. No need to be personal, is there? So why not? You'll find you become much more confident with you and your own self if you join an online dating website and love could be round the corner. Go for it. So let's have a go at this and see whether this woman, Sheila41 Portsmouth, should go on a dating site. I'm going to flick this little... Well, I call it a clitoris, but anyway, let's... <laughs> That's what they do, apparently. Look at that. <laughs> do you know what the answer is? Never. <laughs> Never! Second one. <laughs> Will plan solve cash issues? I'm skint! I need to bring extra cash in for me and my kids. A friend has asked me to join a scheme where I sell health products and recruit others. Should I do it? Janelle, 27, Birmingham. Pendulum says no. She's asking financial advice from a bloody necklace at this point. It probably is a good idea. There may be some reputable pyramid schemes around, but your friends will run a mile when you start to try and persuade them to try to buy products or join the scheme. I believe there's a better way for you to earn money, so keep a lookout. This is true. Where I go and have my hair cut, good fellas... Uh, Sometimes I just leave it there and go and pick it up later, but... <laughs> I... There's a fella there who cuts my hair oddly, and I hope he doesn't listen to this. His name... He's an Italian fella. His name is uh, Pompeo. Have you heard of that? Any Italians in? Yeah? Was that another ghost? <laughs> Pompeo. And he, I went in the other week and I was talking about, you know, the inflation and people find it hard. And a friend of mine has joined a pyramid scheme and I kid you not, he said, does he get them from Egypt? I promise you. <laughs> That's why he's cutting my hair, not... So anyway, let's see what the pendulum clitoris tells us. <laughs> Should this person join this Ponzi scheme? Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> it, who's that bloke who does the financial... What's his name? Martin Lewis. Martin Lewis would say that. <laughs> Don't rely on this shit from Amazon. Speak to Martin Lewis is what I should say. I think they're all fairly obvious answers. But now we get to the juicy stuff. This is Love Problems with Dean James Fox. And don't forget, those listening at home, you can write in to us with your... Try to make them nice and personal problems for Linda yeah. to, uh, and I to solve. They don't trust us with them, do they? No, Linda's lived a little. She does know a, a thing a or two. Yeah. Yeah. So going to TV Psychic, though I've never seen him on telly, Dean James Fox gives advice on soulmates and sex. Here we go. Should I reveal my lie? I signed up to an online dating site, but put my age at 10 years younger. <gasps> I picked up Wayne Lineker. No, not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> I've met a lovely gentleman, but he's made it clear he hates dishonesty. Should I tell the truth now or wait until he's more into me? Literally. Elaine, 44, or is she? Bootle Merseyside. I'm sure you're not the first person to change their age online. Have any of you ever done that? No. No? Well, that fella there from Tooting looks so young anyway. I mean, I don't believe... You're not just trying to impress her and really... You're actually younger than you're making out. I think that we, say, we can all agree that... You shouldn't do that. Wasn't he brilliant, Dave Lee Travis? <laughs> 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 
Harry Cornflake, wasn't he? He was a fucking monster, I'll tell you that, yeah. I could tell you a long story about that, but that will get me in a lot of trouble about Dave Lee Travis. Do you remember he used to do the uh, Give Us a Break on Radio 1? On, on, it was a snooker on the radio. He didn't know to go for the pink or the brown, but ended up leaving white on the cushion. It's an old... We'll delete that later. I think even he'd say... <laughs> I'm sure not the first person to change their age online. Talking of DLT, but we must be <laughs> honest with his partner, as I feel the longer you leave it, the harder it will be. The connection is... Come on. The connection <laughs> is very strong between you both right now, and that makes it the perfect time to open up. Try using the line, I didn't put my body's age, I put my mind's age. Oh, come on. Be honest and tell him that your own insecurities made you feel the need to lie about how long you've been walking the earth. Linda, I think it's fair to say that is a fucking terrible advice. Isn't <laughs> it's a shit idea. Just never tell him. He doesn't need to know. He's happy in the, in the knowledge that you are ten years younger. Would, Leave him be. I think, that's, I think that's appalling. I think you do need a certain amount of honesty, don't you? Does, does anyone else agree or disagree? Does it not matter? Honesty. Honesty. Thank you. Who said that? Thank you, this honest man there. I'm going to give you a T-shirt later. Anyone think it's acceptable? Anyone think it's acceptable? Quite right. What does the pendulum say? Flick it. Never trust a scouser. Never trust a scouser. Get out! It says no. It says no, thank you. That's the spirits talking. <laughs> That's that sorted. Do I contact a former lover? I had a brief affair last year with a guy at work which ended when my husband found out, but I still can't get him out of my mind. Will contacting him allow me to move on? <laughs> Come on, Lana. 35 <laughs> of Basildon and Essex. Listen to this. I feel a, a reconnection is on the cards and you may start something you shouldn't. There we are. But neither of you will be able to help it. If you do take that step, your marriage will be over. I'm giving you both the good and bad points because I feel the affair was a sign that you need more. Very often it is. Very often it is. If you're still thinking of someone other than your husband, you are wishing for change. Ask yourself, is, the marriage that it, is it the marriage that needs to change or the way you look at the marriage? I can't tell you to meet up with your work colleague or not, but if you do, you will end up single as I don't feel a love connection between you and this chap from work. Would you agree or would you, you know, play the field if things aren't right? What's the moral? They don't give a shit. They just They're not going to admit to it here. We're going to do some ghost stories with you in a minute. You better fucking line them up. <laughs> You'll get chlamydia. There you go. There's a reason not to. Exactly. Right, let's can I just say very quickly now, now, those people listening at home and those people who listen to the podcast and those people who don't give a shit and just want to get to the jokes, <laughs> there is an ongoing saga at Erskine Court where I live. Now, what you don't know, because we're a few weeks ahead, and for those people who don't put their hand in their bloody pockets many, many weeks ahead, we have had a fella come round called Eric, because I'm selling my flat at Erskine Court. He's come round, he's had a look at the flat... And this week, he got in touch with me to tell me whether he wants to buy the flat or not. This is Eric. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, Clinton Baptiste. Hey, it's, it's Eric. I just called oh. uh, again about the flat. Yeah, um, ha- hello, Eric. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts? What do, what, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I just uh, think at, at this moment in time, I think um, maybe it would be better for me to uh, look at another option. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know if it's for me. Right. Um, I mean, I can drop a, a little bit, you know, I don't know, five grand or so. I just think it's too pricey overall. And, yeah, there was just a, uh, there was a weird thing that uh, I, I don't know if I wanted to. Yeah, what, what, weird what, thing what weird thing? What do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean? Uh, it's just, um, it's just sort of a note on my, uh, left under my, on my oh. windscreen, um, is it Ruth, Ruth that could Ruth, in? you think it was Ruth le- left a note on, 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 under your windscreen uh, wipe? Well, it kind of, yeah, appears. Well, what does it say? It just sort of freaked me out a little bit. Um, they are sound quite private. Um, yes. What, 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 what did she say? Yeah, I've got it. In, I love you was one of, that's how it starts. Oh, Christ. It doesn't really get any better. Well, you don't know that that's her, do you? I mean... Uh, well, we, I could read it and see if you think it's her. Oh, go on, go on. So, I, I love you. You don't know me, but I live in the flats. Yeah. Uh, and then she's, then she's just written, Clue, I am not Mrs. Hardin with her organ or Mr. Rawlins or Barry, but if you move in, we can meet in secret by the bins to talk about Disney. Christ. I have a boyfriend, Neil Hardback. Neil Hardback book, book but, yeah. But if you want to be my boyfriend, I will chuck him. So yeah, I mean, it's just I don't, I don't know how any. Yeah, I would say that's Disney Ruth. That's thing, that's definitely the Ruth. You and the intensity and the, the weirdness yeah. and yeah, yeah, the complete and utter fucking nutcasery of it. Yeah, like uh, you know, well, seems like a lovely lady. Mm. I don't know what you're. No, she's you not. She's not. No. Cut off love hate dynamic mm. with her. I don't know. I don't understand. Mostly hate. Mostly hate. Yeah. Obviously. You well, not Seems sure. like you know each other very well, and I wouldn't want to. No, not well. No, dis- don't know her that well. Disparage her, and but I'm just, yeah. I just mm. think uh, I might even rent for for six six months again. All right. Just to save Look, up. Eric, I don't know. If, if it's any consolation, I think flat two is going. If you wanted to speak to Eversham's, that's slightly smaller and cheaper. And I dare say, if you went out to B and Q, got a big, you know, lock, a chub lock. Some kind of, you know, high-tech alarm system, some chains, a, a bolt. Then, you know, you might be safe from Ruth. Uh, well, why don't you get in touch with Eversham's and ask about flat two? It's it's slightly smaller and cheaper, as I say. I I, I could have a look, but she. No. Uh, it's Ruth. That's yeah. Okay. I I could. Okay. I'll update you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Oh, get out! <laughs>
Well, that is an ongoing saga in the show. Time now for your ghost stories. Who has seen a ghost? Who wants to tell us about a ghost? Don't be shy. This is your chance to be on the podcast. Keep it real. Where the fuck are you going? (laughs) Who wants to tell us about... Robbie, where's Robbie? Oh, I know where Robbie is. Go on, ask Robbie. Well, let's hear about your experience with the supernatural, my friend. Robbie, my dear. Go on, Robbie, everyone. Give him a round of applause. Hiya. Robbie wants to go on stage. Taking this very seriously, no. Where do you want to go? He's going to. No, don't hide. He needs to be able to read your aura and that. Okay. (laughs) So, two weeks ago. Yes. um, A neighbour called me late at night. Right. And um, I took her to hospital because her husband was very unwell. Was very unwell, yeah. Yeah. She told me... Keep it light, for Christ's sake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It gets better. Yeah. She said that her husband kept on telling her to go get a television. And the following day... Yes. He died. It's true. And that evening, the house behind hers got struck by lightning. Right. And it blew her television out. Right. Ooh... Big question, is there a spare television going now? (laughs) Well, no. Sorry, it was the other one. It was the other one. Oh my fucking God. I forgot, which is number one and which is number two? Number one is... And number two is... Fart with echo. Okay. Should we do fart with echo again, or...? (laughs) What's the relevance of the... So so this person, before they died, said, can you get a new television? Yes. And with that, it wasn't the the lightning that killed him, was it? No, he died at six o'clock in the morning. And the lightning was at 10 to 4 in the afternoon. Right. So it gave her time to go to Argos. Oh, my fucking God. I think... <laughs> six out of ten. Right, who else has got... <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Robbie. Six out of ten. Yes, yes. Oh, Spinach, see me over here. Spin it. That's all right. Is that a Nazi salute, or are you just... <laughs> No-one likes that. Don't do that. What's this, a story about Goebbels or something? What is it? No, it's a, it's a, a ghost story. Okay. Come on, now. Is it a ghost story? Yes. Well, fucking get on with it, then. <laughs> so... When I was younger, I used to run quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, I ran, like, one particular route, and there's a kind of like a mansion that's been converted into an art centre. Where do you live? I used to live in West Drayton. Uh, there's no fucking mansions in West Drayton, are Castle, Bouncy Castle, that's about it. It's yeah. got a lot of history. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I was running down... And as I was running down, there was, like, an alleyway and someone was, like, running towards me. Yeah. So I tried to sort of step aside yes. and the next thing I knew, I was on the floor and there was no-one around. No way. Just to recognise how I would have been shit up if that had happened. <laughs> yeah, you don't run, do you? I don't run, but <laughs> I would just say this. Oh my fucking god. Six out of ten. <laughs> Anyone over here really try to shit us up? <laughs> this gentleman here, can oh. you come down there, my love? It's like question time, except Hang on, let me just <laughs> let me just part the beer sea. Right, tell me all about it. What's your name? Raymond. 
Raymond. Raymond. Shit us right up. Well, it's, it's quite a cheery. Um, it's, it's, it's not too spooky. Yes, a bit spooky. Are you talking down? Talk it So... Speak properly, Raymond, for fuck's sake. I'm trying, Clinton. Oh, you can, God. You can tell him to f*** off whenever you want. Yeah, f*** off, Clinton. I'm a big fan of yours, by the way. I don't mean that. I'm a big fan of yours. I was only being facetious. So, um, when I was about seven or eight years old, yes. um, I went to an old rectory. My mum used to have a best friend that lived in an old rectory. Yes. So, I was dragged there down like a darkened, darkened wooden uh, <laughs> lane. I'm really drunk, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> oh, forget it, Raymond. Right, who's next? <laughs> oh, Raymond. <laughs> no, come on, Raymond, carry on. I'm joking. Don't tell I'm his story. Joking. So you went down at a dark, a dark out the I'm dark. I'm joking, Raymond. <laughs> off, Clinton. Yay! Uh, uh, <laughs> this is a really long story. I, I, well, it's taken a long time now, hasn't it, Raymond? So, um, anyway, I went... <laughs> Don't ding me. Um, so, <laughs> I went down the lane and... <laughs> Is this a song or a fucking poem or something? I went down the lane. <laughs> what happened down the lane, Raymond? Oh, my fucking God. Yes, exactly. I'm now 40, all right? That's, that's Sorry, the end that of the again? story. I can't remember that, what's that's going the on. end of the story. You went down a dark lane. Well, wow, wow. that is the winner this week. <laughs> <laughs> Although West Drayton might have picked it. <laughs> Anyone else managed to beat Raymond's terrifying story <laughs> of going down the lane? Diddly diddly dee. <laughs> <laughs> Can you come back next time, Raymond? <laughs> Fucking six-part series, that one, isn't it? <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Who's next? Come, here we go, we've got one here. Well, let's come over here first of all. That can, that can keep. That can keep. You're keeping, OK? We'll come back come to you in a second. To this Hello, lady here. Handy some stairs. I don't have to keep jumping up and down. Hello, what's your name? Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Um, okay, so I think I was about seven and I was at my nan's house. Right, this is how you do it, Raymond, all right? Being <laughs> this is how you do it. Being babysat for the evening. What? And babysat? I, yeah, by my grandparents. Right. And I can remember hearing some weird, like, wailing or something. Right, here we go. Here we go! And I got out of bed yes. and I looked down the stairs yes. and I lived in a flat at the time, so I wasn't used to stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I looked downstairs and at the end of the stairs was a nun. Fuck off. <laughs> but she had those big, weird old wimples on. You know, wimples. the fancy I know, ones. I know, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, and then I just went, ah, oh, fuck that, and then went back to bed. <laughs> Here we go. Pathetic. No? Okay. Try this person over there. There's a bloody T-shirt in this for someone! Next. Right, here we go. Ooh. Hello, and what's your name? My name's Dan. Ooh, spooky voice. This sounds like... Ooh. No need to take the piss, mate. It's a paranormal I, podcast. If, if I don't tell you to fuck off, can I have a T-shirt? Well, let's see how good the bloody story oh, is. I lived in At a... the moment, you're competing with that. Went down the alley. <laughs> and something about... Which I don't believe happened when you were seven. Dan... Please rescue the whole evening. Have you finished talking now? Sorry? Have you finished talking now? <laughs> I like a man with a bit of spunk in him. Go on. Go on. Love you, Clinton. Yeah. 
Get on with so it. So I live in this really old cottage, 17th century. <laughs> that will shit you up, a 17th century cottage. Go on, you were and in it, was, staying at it. Or... No, we, we lived in it, we rented okay, it. Okay. And there was lots of old black and white pictures, right. and there was one particular one of a little boy. Right. And its eyes oh, seemed to follow you around the room. This happens, go so on. So when we moved in, after a couple of weeks, we took it down. Right. And we had really bad luck, so tiles fell off the roof, there was no right. storm or anything, damaged the car. The next day, there was a log burner. Oh and... my fucking God. I know. And there was a crow fell down in the log oh burner. My and got... God. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. And the crow got into the room. And... <laughs> for about half an hour and shit itself everywhere. <laughs> now, well, hold on just a second. Can I just say, if you move into a 17th century cottage, yes, tiles are going to fall off. Yes, there will be gaps for a crow to come in. That's nothing to do with a black and white picture of a, that follows you around the room. What's the best I've got? <laughs> it's anyway... When oh, we... it's more. Fucking hell. No, 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 no. When we put the picture back up, everything went back to normal. When you put the picture... What yeah. was the picture of? Right. Right. Oh, Bloody forgot... toddlers. I forgot to bring something on, but I was going to show you something. Could one of my assistants or the ghost in there bring out <laughs> my bag, please? It's a bag. It's my white bag. I... I think that was a good try. It's not the winner so far. We obviously know that's the darkened lane. Oof. The, um, who else has got one? Who else has got one? A, pro a proper one. A proper one, please. Is this going to be proper? Could you come and meet me on the corner, please? Make sure it's good. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, John. Here we go. John. OK, John, please raise it. It's been piss poor so far. <laughs> He well, looks very, very serious. <laughs> oh, well, when my we were students, God. Um, uh, what's about 40, 40 years ago? Yeah. We lived in a house in Nottingham, six of us. Right. And uh, it started one day where we had a cellar. And every night we'd shut Promi the cellar door. Promising, promising. And we'd walk, we'd wake up in the morning and the cellar door was open. Now, this yeah. is six guys age 20, all taking piss out of each other. Yes, I know, I know. And we went, who's left the cellar door open? He said, no, I've shut it, I've shut it, I've shut it. And every morning, it was open. So, it carried on, we all thought we were taking piss out of each other. Yes. The door was open, it was closed, it was yes. open, it was yes. closed. Yes. yes, Anyway, one night, everyone got so scared, this guy here... Yes. ..and two of the guys, they slept in the same room next to me. I'm okay. here to tell you that's a ruse. Okay. <laughs> How naive. This guy How here. How naive. This guy here. Right. All slept together in the room next to me. Right. Why is that penis up my bottom? It's the cellar door. It's that cellar door. It fell in, honestly. There's more. So... One of the guys, during the night, he hears this, this gurgling noise. Yeah, that's throat. how that happens. That's how it happens. It's true, it's true, it's true. Anyway. my fucking God. Being a typical student, I have lots of posters in yeah. my room, yeah. all stuck up with blue tack. Right. With blue tack, yes. Blue tack. And in the room next door, these three guys with the gurgling noise. Three of them now, you dirty <laughs> bastard. What was it, human caterpillar sort of thing? <laughs> or centipede, whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know, do I? One by one, every poster in my room fell off and fluttered Fucking down to hell. the floor. Now that is scary. That's true. Okay, so let's rewind because I'm not sure I followed it. Three blokes in the room, and you think it was the spirit of the gurgling, nothing to do with them coming from somewhere else. 
coming from somewhere else. Not the room where they were. What? Pardon? The spirit was in their mouth. Oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> well, that was shit, wasn't it? So let's... Oh, dear. Look, we'd better move on to the second bloody podcast in a minute. But just before we go, let's just quickly tell you this story. Bite-size shivers! Bite-size shivers from... Um, Take a break, fate and fortune. <laughs> cursed curtains. Has anyone had cursed? <laughs> Linda, right? <laughs> Don't bring up Linda's curtains on this stage. Private please. business, that. Private business. I just want to say this: that in this book here, it's <laughs> was the terrifying face staring out from the folds of my curtains. <laughs> Normally they're staring in, aren't they? <laughs> Bring, it's what it says here. Bringing a warning of death by Susan McGaw, 62. Please, if Blimey. you would, Linda. If it's it, not too triggering. <laughs> it was a beautiful sunny day last summer. I was sitting in the living room reading and happened to look up at the patterns of light falling on my net curtains. Very flimsy. That's when I saw it. A terrifying looking skull. What the? I frowned. Horrified, out of the blue, the words Angel of Death popped into my head. <laughs> and a cold fear crept over me, grabbing my phone, handshaking. I managed to take two quick snaps of my curtains, capturing... <laughs> I've seen those. Capturing the scary face. It must be a trick of the light, I muttered, or a mark on the window. But looking closer, I realised it was on the curtains inside the curtains. They were part of a sari I'd found in a charity shop a few days before. Although I really liked the fabric when I'd spotted it, now it was giving me the creeps. A little bit racial. Yeah. It's an element we didn't expect there. A little bit racial. Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> Check his curtains. Heart thudding, I went into the kitchen and told myself to calm down. It was just the sunlight playing tricks on me. And when I went into the living room, the horrible, shadowy skull would be gone. After a few minutes, I ventured back, but to my horror, the skull was still there. I tried to ignore my rational fear, but the image wouldn't leave my mind. And why had Angel of Death been the first thing I thought of? Death had been on my mind. A friend's husband had passed away, and another friend had died suddenly, and my cat had been diagnosed with a heart murmur. It does happen. <laughs> Could it be an omen, I worried out loud. Was the angel of death coming for me? Because I bought the fabric from a charity shop, I had no idea who owned it before or what kind of energies were attached to it. I had a panicky feeling. I started, I binned the curtains. It wasn't my time for the angel of death to take me. Since then, I vowed never to buy second-hand curtains. What a load of shite. Silly cow. To be honest, <laughs> it's probably off buying anything second-hand. You never know who the previous owner was or what kind of energy is attached to them. Well, Linda, you, have you ever had any trouble with your curtains? That's my... <laughs> Not yet, no, but it comes to us all at some point, doesn't it? It absolutely does. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave it there for this episode. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to come back with the second episode shortly. It's going to be the same audience, so please have a think about some decent ghost stories. <laughs> or maybe Raymond could finish his. Just to... I just want to show you this. Thank you very, very much. I just want to show this very quickly. Oh, that's this, a nice bag. This, thank you. This is true. Talking of haunted... Talking of haunted pictures, oh. I recently picked up something in Bolton Town Centre. That soon cleared up, but about the same time, <laughs> I went to a charity shop owned by my friend Reg. 
And Reg, you know, normally when I go there, he, you know, he wants to give me, I don't know, a Soda Stream or a Greg Wallace cookbook or something. You know who Greg Wallace is, don't you? We got a drinking game in my house with Greg Wallace. The second he comes on MasterChef, we turn it off and fuck off down the pub. <laughs> but he wanted me to have this, the crying boy. Talking of haunted pictures, the crying boy. Look at him in his eyes, look at him in his eyes. Look at him in his eyes. His spirit is here, he will blob. Look at him in his eyes. Spirit is... Oh, he's wet himself. <laughs> Where's that Piscean lady? Does that ring any bell? <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, Linda, what are you going to be doing? Well, we know what you're doing. You're going to be staying up here to do the next show. I am, but yeah. Anything exciting to tell us? Sounds like I need to chuck some curtains out. <laughs> chuck your curtains out, or at least dry clean them. We're going to... <laughs> I want to tell you there will be more live shows you listen at home on Sunday, September the 24th, when we've sorted this format a little better. Sunday, October the 15th, Sunday, November the 26th, and Sunday, December the 3rd. Tickets at wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance as we welcome back on stage Glow to sing us out with our... Yes, thank you, come on. Finally, some talent. With our spooky theme music. Please come onto the stage and hurry up before they die of boredom <laughs> to play us out with our spooky theme tune. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be coming back with episode 20 in just a few seconds. <laughs> Ian Lee for recording the show tonight. David Brinkworth for the music. Singing by the wonderful Glow. Thank you very much. Join us next time. Thanks. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you. I noticed we've cleared most of the room with that. I went down the lane. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.